there, it's Toby, and before you get started on this episode, I wanted to tell you about our sponsor, Retro Pop Relics. Retro Pop Relics has been creating some of the coolest 3D printed giant video game cartridges. If you visit RetroPopRelics.com, you can see a bunch of the cartridges that are already available. You can get Super Smash Brothers, Paper Mario, Super Mario World, Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, and even Green. These are perfect decorations for your game room. So again, go check out RetroPopRelics.com. And if you use the promo code Genie at checkout, you'll get 10% off RetroPopRelics.com. Enjoy the show. BadSecretMedia.com Secret Levels Podcast. On this week's episode, we keep the peace. I'm Player One, Grenades on a Bridge, Toby. And I'm Player Two, Knives in a Can Goobs. This is a retro video game review show where we go over one game per episode. We go over the history, the story, the gameplay, the fun facts, and then... We go right into the rage meter. Like, do you want to blindfold knives on a unicycle, naked, and hopefully not chop off your pepperoni? And or niplets? It's a lot of choppy choppy. Choppy choppy your pee pee. Yeah. Or hoo hoo. <laughs> you can get a knife in there and do some damage. The cooter cutter. Yikes. <laughs> After that, goobs, we like to settle down and and give a uh, rating from 1 to 10 on what we think overall of this game holds up or not. Why 1 to 10, goobs? Because we're the simple thick boys. Thick boys! And it is still thick boys summer. Thick girl summer. Go celebrate it. Be your thickness. <laughs> Get wild with your thickness. I don't know what that means. We're both trying not to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah. <laughs> so, goobs, this week we have a game to talk about. Yes, we do, Toby. Just like every episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> uh, so, what game did we uh, pick for this week? We picked, just randomly, I picked uh, Peacekeepers on the SNES. Yeah. So, uh, real quick, I want to I wanna jump in, and this kind of ruins some fun facts, but I'm not going to give too much away. This is actually the third game in the series. Oh, shit. And we'll talk about that more in a little while, but I wanted to bring that up because... There's no, like, numbers or anything like that on them, so there's no way of telling. And usually we play the games, like, in order. In chronological order. I, th I feel like the, the heart and soul of our show is, like, if you found a video game at a thrift store or at a, you know, a retro store or something, and you bought it, and you just stuck it in your system and started playing it. Or if you rented this as a kid. Yeah. So there was no indication that this was... The third in the series, so I think I think we're okay. We're we're bending our own rule, sort of, but it's because unknowingly, we had, unknowingly, yes, unknowingly, one hundred percent. So I thought uh, we we should just put that out there real quick because we haven't ever even played the other two that I know of. 
Or I haven't. We'll talk I about them later. I would be able to tell you what the hell they're called. <laughs> I can tell you in a little while in fun facts. So, stick around. Hold on to your seatbelts, kids. <laughs> Don't hold your breath, though, because it's going to be a little while. So, uh, Goobs, are you ready to talk about some uh, details? Hell yeah, let's jump right into the beats. Uppercut, uppercut. This game was released on March 17th, 1994 in North America and December 17th, 1993 in Japan. So Japan got it a little bit earlier than us. This was developed and published by Jalico. Jalico. How do you say it? Yeah, I was about to say, how do you say it? Jalico? Jalico? I would say Jalico. You're probably right, though. We've played uh, another game from this company before, and I think I butchered it then, too. (laughs) Well, everyone's used to that, Toby. (laughs) (laughs) This game was released on the Super Nintendo exclusively. But nowadays you can find it on the Switch Online. Yes, you can. And that's where we played it. It was more convenient to play it that way. So that's what we did. Plus, I don't actually own this one. So this is a single or multiplayer game. Depending on the game style that you pick to play, it's either one player, two player, or if you do a versus mode, you can have up to four people with a super multi-tap. Sheesh. Just go yeah. kick each other's asses. Uh, this is a side-scrolling beat-em-up, and goobs, there's a little bit of a story. Fuck yeah, there is. It's time for story time with Toby. The year is in the distant 2015, after the economic wars of 2011. An evil corporation that goes by DM is trying to genetically alter people. <laughs> <with> my DMs. <laughs> They're trying to genetically alter people to give them superpowers. Iago, the company's leader, wants to make an army of superhumans and clones to take over the world. There are four heroes that have been affected by DM's research. Flynn, Echo, Al, and Procom. They seek revenge on the corporation and try to stop them. So, uh, <laughs> one of the uh, little bits of research I was doing, uh, someone said that this is basically the Resident Evil beat 'em up because it's just it's a yeah, yeah people a, transformed. Yeah, it's just people testing on people <laughs> and make trying to make weapons and stuff, and yeah, so. It's the beat 'em up Resident Evil. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Uh, this game should take around one to two hours to beat. Speedrun.com has a record set using Finn by Colomito Colomito <laughs> of 24 minutes and 42 seconds. And I went ahead and wrote down another one. The other record holder beat this game as Echo, and that record is held by L underscore. Sabrisco, <laughs> Sabrisco of 29 minutes and two seconds. Hard ass names. What the hell? That's that's pretty fast for this game. Yeah. Under 30 minutes? Hell Both yeah. Of them? <laughs> They're not playing as pro cop. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got to talk about him. In fact, let's go ahead and uh, discuss the gameplay. So let's fire breathe right into the gameplay. <laughs> Fire noises. Starting the game, you have a few options. 
you can play story mode, the one or two player mode, like I was talking about earlier, or the versus mode, which is up to four people. And you've got the options. In the options, you can turn off the friendly fire option so you don't have to hit your damn partners when you play this game. Which <laughs> is I that so frustrating at times? It is. Like, Streets of Rage, that's one of the things that used to drive me nuts, is you beat your friend up more than you actually beat the other enemies up. So, I kind of thought that was handy to have in there, because I don't I don't think I've seen too many beat-em-ups that have that option. It's either you can or you can't beat up your, your friend. Some do, but most don't. Now, there's an anger mode that gets triggered every once in a while when you're, I guess, low on health. I didn't understand what actually triggered it. Did you? Uh, no, sometimes I had it when I was like close to full health. Sometimes it happened when I was almost dead. Happened a lot when I was almost dead, actually. But I would have it like when my health meter was almost full. Yeah, it, it didn't quite make sense to me. But you can actually turn that anger mode off. I don't know why you would, because it's helpful. It's just another little bonus for you in the game. And then something else that's really interesting in the options is the color editor, where you can change almost any of the sprites in the game to whatever colors you want. So you can pick your favorite character and change their colors and make them uh, look different. I saw one person made Echo. Uh, <laughs> she looks very similar to the female character in Na Zombies Ate My Neighbors, and they changed her sprite colors to match that nice. Zombies Ate My Neighbors. That's a very unique uh, option. You don't really see that at all. No, no. You can really do some damage, too, because I was screwing around with it and messed up my game for a little while, and I was like, oh, gosh, I had to go back and try to fix it <laughs> because uh, they were ugly looking. Oh, yeah, you can make them just look like poop. Yeah. Yeah, I had, like, it, it was terrible. It just it looked terrible. Uh, but it's it's kind of a fun little option, you know, if you want to get in there and you have a favorite character you want to customize a little bit. Yeah, make them your favorite color. Yeah. Or try to look like another hero from a different game. Yep. So, when you start story mode, you have four players to pick from to start off with. You have Al, which is a soldier-type character who is strong, and he carries a grenade launcher. He also powerbombs motherfuckers on their head like Kevin Nash. <laughs> There's a lot of wrestling moves in this, and I kind of love that. Fuck yeah, there is. That's what I love about beat em up, especially ones in this era. Yeah. They all do wrestling moves. Next, we got Flynn. This is the most balanced character, and I think this is supposed to be the main character of the game. Because he's got two specials, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Then we've got Procop. <laughs> <laughs> Big motherfucker, slow-ass bastard. But he could pick people up and choke slam them like a motherfucker. Yeah. So, I think he's supposed to be, like, Native American. Like, if you look at his picture, he kind of looks like... He's got, he's got like a stereotypical Native American like clothing on, <laughs> and it, it reminds me of Chief from uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest because yeah. he's just so big. You know what I'm talking about? Big scary motherfucker. Yeah, but this dude is so slow. He has no speed. He can't dash. He's super strong though. He, he is kind of do a clothesline, but yeah, he can fuck people up for you. Yeah, he's the strongest, but you cannot dash or do. Or move no, you're, you're, you're playing for at least two hours if you try to beat the game as him. <laughs> and then we got he Echo. He blows fire, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. He does have a, a special attack where he, he blows fire, which 
Yeah. Then we got Echo, and she is super quick, and she can double jump. And her Karana motherfuckers. <laughs> yep. What was Flynn's? I think he just did, like, normal, like, a suplex or something. Yeah, a uh, German suplex or something like that. So each character has their own special attack. Flynn has two, like I was saying a second ago. He has this one where he makes, like, an electric blast come out of him. And it just, it, these are all, like, clear all. Like, anything on the screen just dies. Well, gets damaged. So he's got the electric blast. And then he has another one, but I couldn't figure out how to get it to work, where he changes into Super Saiyan. Yeah, he <laughs> sure does. Did you uh, get that to work by any chance? Yep. How just, did um, you do it? At the end of the game, I got it to work. But I think it just oh. does it. Okay, so probably you make it to the end with Helm and with the boss. Okay, that, that makes sense. Well, next you have Al, which he does a tornado spin. And, like, the big tornadoes cover the screen and hurt everything on the screen. <laughs> it starts spinning Pro- around really fast. <laughs> yeah. Procop does a earthquake stomp. So he just jumps in the air and stomps really hard, and you see the ripples in the ground. That's the least creative one. Yeah. And then <laughs> Echo, <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> Echo dies. <Yeah>! She screams. <laughs> and, just like, uh, the whole screen just says like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then people get hurt. It's like, what the fuck kind of move is that? Yeah. Uh, which character did you use mostly? Uh, I played with most of them, but uh, Al's my boy, man. That fucking deadly power bomb. I used Echo a lot, uh, but then I started using Al because I liked his running dash big boot thing. Yeah. Uh, Echo has a good flying knee as well. Yes, that's Echo. All three of the characters are pretty good. Procop, like, you really have to love Procop to be, like, play as him because he's so fucking slow. So slow. I did a couple levels as him because he's the first character I picked, actually. I'm like, yeah, give me this big beefy fucker. So I normally go for the big beefy man. <laughs> and uh yeah, it didn't work out so well. He's just so yeah. slow to try to move around. And some of the bosses that are or even some of the henchmen that you fight are just uh you get fucked up. Yeah. Now the buttons in this oh, game. Oh, I want to talk about something quick. Oh okay. yeah, wait, go about the buttons, then I'll discuss uh what I want to talk about. So the buttons for this game is Y is attack, B is jump, X is taunt, A is your special attack, but it's not the special attacks that we just talked about. These are more like the special attacks that you'd have in Streets of Rage, where when you use it, it takes away a little bit of your health. The other special attack that we were talking about, you have to hold down the taunt button and the special attack button to do your big special. Or hit your taunt first, then special. I yes. found that worked better for me instead of holding down both. And that's what I wanted to talk about. Because <laughs> I did not learn about that until, like, my third playthrough. Yep, me too. So hey. I was like, what the fuck's this button do? Like, why do I just taunt? You, you point a finger in the air, or you do something, it's like, okay, is this, like, giving me health back or building up a meter for me or something? Then I noticed on top of the screen it said special. And I'm like, okay, I'm doing a special, but that's the specials that take away the health, like as they do in beat em up games. So I'm like, okay, how the fuck do I do this? And I hit that, then special. I'm like, oh, thanks, game. 
<laughs> yeah, I was probably about four or five levels into it when I realized, like, I accidentally did it, and I was like, what was that? How did I do that? And then I realized, because at the top of the screen it says SP2 yeah. equals two or whatever, so that's your special attacks. You get two of them. I thought that was like your lives at first. I didn't understand the live system, which, that messed me up. Anyways, I I finally figured it out, so yeah, you get you start out with two. Now, the thing with the lives that I was... <laughs> that confused me is you don't have like a normal set number of lives like you do in normal games every time you die you use a continue and you have 12 continues to start out with and every time you die you can pick a different character so like you just have one health bar that's it yes like streets of rage you have three like three lives and then you can get a continue and pick a different character every time you die you can pick a new character so I thought that was kind of interesting. And then uh, if you're playing with a second player, you share the continues. Oh, see, I didn't get to play the uh, two player. No, I just imagine so. <laughs> they're there for a reason. So yeah. I don't imagine they're going to give you a 24. <laughs> now, speaking of dying, once you die, you uh, get to pick where your cursor, like where you want to land your character when you come back. So I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah, you kinda... also choose a new character. Yes. Now, uh, back to the attacks and stuff. You can do the grab attacks, which we've been talking about, like doing power bombs and German suplexes and hurricanranas. You just walk up to the enemy and then you kind of grapple up with them, just like all beat em ups, and then you press the attack button in a direction. Then you've got your jumping attacks. I've talked about it already. You can do dash attacks. I love the dash attacks. Yeah, they really helped you out in this game. Spread the speed a little faster and put a little damage on it. Unless you're pro cop. Yes. So back to the rage mode. We don't we've we've got the TM on the rage meter, so we're just yep. gonna call it the rage mode. <laughs> uh once you once it activates, however it activates, you start to flash and you're invincible for a few seconds and just can whoop some and you can use uh, your normal special without uh, getting damaged for it. Oh, cool. See, I didn't realize that. I wish I would have At least that's what it looked that. like to me. Uh, so I just spammed the shit out of it. Maybe that's why I died so much. But <laughs> it felt like I could just, it was invincible, so I just went for it. Now, there are some other items that you can pick up in this game. You can pick up items like a rock or a dagger, swords. <laughs> a rock? What the fuck do I do with a rock? <laughs> you chunk it at them. <laughs> You've got some health pickups like the soda cans and the health med kit. Now, here's the thing with the energy stuff. You pick it up, and in most games, you use it immediately. This one, you have to pick it up and then press the button again to use it. Yep. That then was you annoying. Eat the health kit. That was so annoying. Yeah, because we're normally used, like, if, if you see ham on the ground, you grab the ham, and then, boom, your your health is back. Yeah. Or whatever the hell the object is. No, this one, you walk around carrying it, and then uh, you can get knocked out of your hand. It can become very frustrating, especially if you need it. Yeah. Or, if you pick it up and you're trying to use it real quick, and then you get hit, in, you know, you get hit while you're trying to use it in that short time period when you you could have really used it. To find these items, you can knock over boxes, barrels, crates, pots, 
all kinds of goofy shit to find them. This game is also pretty unique for a beat em up because it has branching paths. Yeah, there's different ways you can go, which is very interesting. Yeah, you, you can choose your own beat em up adventure. <laughs> you can you can pick like it, it doesn't branch real hard. Like usually there's just like two options every couple of levels where you can go it just takes you on a different path. I'm pretty sure it takes you to most of the same enemies and stuff, but it just takes you a different route. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the same bosses you fight. Yeah. Now, stage one, Goobs. Are you ready to talk about the stages? Let's get to her. Stage one. Let's beat and, the streets. Well, uh, yeah, it's, it's right in the streets. I'm going to be real short and sweet with these. You start the street. You fight. You end up in a building of some sort, and then you fight this dude with a knife, and his name is Jesse. Good old Jesse. He is a big, beefy son of a bitch, too. <laughs> all the bosses are big and beefy. Yeah. It must be all that experiment, experimental something or another that they're doing. Making them all big, beefy men. Was there anything notable about this? I feel like you see these two henchmen characters the whole game. I feel like there's only like four or five enemies, regular yeah, you enemies. you get some different ones later on. You get like the ninja and shit. Yeah, yeah this one kind of looks like a plague doctor kind of guy. Kind of, and then the big chubby dude. Yeah, Squash. <laughs> <laughs> yes, his name is Squash. The other one's name is like Fnord or something like that. Fnord. F-Nord. Yeah, something along those lines. It's really weird. But <laughs> Squash, yeah. if he grabs you, though, he'll he'll powerbomb you on your fucking head. Yes. But those two characters are the most repetitive characters in this game. You will see them constantly, which after I, I did my research on... I couldn't find a manual for this game either. This is another game I could not find a manual anywhere online. Uh, but... It, it helped uh, for the story-wise that they are clones. So that's what... It's it's an easy way to be like, oh, that's why all these characters look alike, because they're clones. Yeah, like if you fight the putties, or if you're fighting uh, the fucking Foot Clan. Right. So, yeah, they're, they're clones. I'll give them a pass for at least writing it into the story. Unlike other beat-em-ups where it's just like, why is there 95 different... of the same people. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so level two, we are on a bridge, and you have fucking rockets being shot at you from the background while you're trying to fight enemies. So you're dodging the the rockets, and you're fighting enemies. They give you a good amount of time. There's like a shadow on the ground. You can tell where they're coming. They all can also hurt the enemies, so you can kind of lead them into them. Yeah. Or German suplex them into a fucking rocket. <laughs> now, you go into a building, and you... You can work your way up the stairs. We're we're gonna go through the path that I went. I don't know which path you went, Goobs, but as I was writing my notes, I went up. Okay, so you you follow the stairs up, and some of the floors will have holes in them, so you can throw enemies in them, or you can fall in them yourself. There's one floor where the fire sprinkler goes off, which I thought that was kind of neat. It was a cool neat. little effect. Yeah. Now, once you get to the top, after you fight all these enemies, you get to the top of the stairs. This, <laughs> he reminded me of, of Doomsday from Superman. He's just this big, huge, uh, again, all of them are big and huge. But he, like, 
tackles you and basically slams you through all the floors that you just <laughs> yeah, went you up go there. right back down to the basement. I thought that was kind of cool. I was like, damn. Uh, so this character, his name is Connor. So, yeah, he slams you to the bottom, and then you fight. And he just does flips and punches, but he punches really fast. So, Yeah, he can get you into a corner and really mess up your day. <laughs> yes. Level three. You're on a dam. Damn! And this one... <laughs> Damn it. I need some... Uh, what is it in uh, Family Vacation? Ugh. Where can I get some damn bait? <laughs> Anyways, uh, this one uh, introduces the little alien monster electric things. Yeah, like these little creatures. And they can uh, do the good old Blanca move or Blanca and uh, shock your ass. Man, and they're short, so they're really hard to hit. I found if you charge into them, if you have a running attack, then... You can deal with them pretty easy, or just say fuck it and use the special. Yeah. So, once you get through this uh, first little part, you go inside, and there's... You gotta punch the door in, man. Oh, yeah, that is... that is. Uh, you hit to punch the doors in a lot of these levels. I love punching doors. <laughs> it's so such a stupid thing, but I like it when it's in a game, just... Because you just feel, like, that much tough. Like, you come up, and it's like, boom, kick a door in. Like, let's go, motherfuckers. <laughs> so that's what a fucking hero does right a peacekeeper what a peacekeeper does <laughs> <laughs> well they're they're really fucking keeping the peace that's for sure they're Taking keeping a piece the peace of ass they're keeping the peace with violence so once you get inside there's these electric like parts on the ground uh it's like the floor is uncovered and if you step on them you'll get electrocuted you can throw enemies in those. I thought that was kind of cool. Now, you see a scientist, and there's a lot of dialogue in this whole game. So, like, every boss you come to, there's dialogue, and they're like, oh, I, I don't even know what the story is, really, because I kind of... There's so much going on. There's so much dialogue. Anyways, you get to where the scientist tells you they're in there, and you walk into the room, and there's two scientists behind a glass wall, and there's this chained up monster on the wall that and it breaks its chains and starts fighting you. It doesn't have a name, but it's just like a gross, like, it looks like a, a clay face almost. Oh, is that like the swamp thing looking motherfucker? Yes, yes. Oh, he he wrecked me, man. Me too. I went in there as Echo and he fucking, because he can like stick his tongue or hand out or something. He's a long attack. Arms. Yeah. And he, he just messed me up with that. He just got me stun-locked. And every time I got up, he just smoked me again because it's a fast hit. <laughs> yeah, and it gets you from so far away. So it, it really sucks because you can't get in close because he's got some reach on him. So, yeah, you defeat him. And then level four starts, goobs. This is an airport. And you're not really, like, outside of the airport for very long because you basically go directly into the cargo plane. <laughs> yeah. I thought we were going to get, like, a level where, like, we're fighting on top of a plane or something. Like, oh, that's going to be badass. And, like, nope, you're inside of a plane. Yeah. You're on a very narrow runway inside the plane. 
Yeah. Uh, it's normally really... you can move up and down pretty far in this game, but not on this level. Yeah. So once you get through this level, the main bad guy parachutes out the 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 damn plane, and he tells you there, there's something wrong where he's got an explosive on this uh, plane, and you got to destroy the computer to uh, stop it. And it is you don't have very much time. It is very very fast. Now you got like ten seconds, maybe. Yes, and there's two different computer parts that you're supposed to. It's kind of uh, Street Fighter esque, where you know you beat up the cars. It's just that oh, very computer. much so, but more so, stressful. It, yeah, no, it's real stressful because you're like, "What? Well, am I gonna die?" Which you don't die. Like it just changes the story up slightly, depending on if you blow it up or don't blow it up. Level five, you land in a bad neighborhood, and it's called Snake Plit. Snake Plitzkin. Plitzkin from fucking uh, uh, oh, what the fuck's that movie called? Escape from uh, New York. Yeah, so it's Snake Plitzkin Avenue. <laughs> I, I kind of <laughs> chuckled at myself when I saw that. Yeah, so you finally get some different enemies in this level, and they look like gangsters. But then out of nowhere, a bunch of ninjas with swords show up. So you've got these like gang Just like every bad neighborhood, Toby. <laughs> I don't want to go to this fucking bad neighborhood where there's gangsters and ninjas. Shit. But you end up uh, going through this entire level. And like there's cars like wrecked through the, the buildings and stuff. Like they're just half sticking out of the buildings. Like it's just a bad looking neighborhood. You end up at the end of the road, and somehow it leads you into a wrestling ring. Fuck yeah, and you fight the Steiner Brothers. Dude, it is 100% the Steiner Bros. That is the funniest shit. Like, uh, the guy that looks like Rick Steiner has the headpiece on, too, and it's the Steiners. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, now, their names are Kachek and Gore. Kachek. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird name. Yeah. But they uh, now fucking got- can do the doomsday device, man. One guy <laughs> holds you on his shoulders, and you're up in the air, and you, you're, you're stuck there. You can't get out. The other guy will climb the turnbuckle and fucking jump and hit you off of him. Yep, so you get to fight some wrestlemen. It's awesome. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? I mean, Snake Pilskin land fighting fucking the Steiner Brothers. What the fuck <laughs> is this? <laughs> I know. I I, uh, I was pretty excited when, when all that happened. I was like, Yes! <laughs> Okay, so you beat them, and then which that's a pretty hard fight since you're fighting two of those beefy wrestlemen. <laughs> Shout out to Tall Hands; he loved the wrestlemen. He did love wrestlemen. <laughs> We're making fun of our wrestlemen. He's <laughs> <laughs> all we got the term from. Yep. Level six, you're on a bridge again, and I'm in the background bridge, there's a helicopter. What? I said I'm on a bridge, motherfucker. <laughs> In the background, you have a helicopter throwing fucking grenades at you again while you try to fight more of the same enemies. Well, at least they're not missiles this time. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Now, there's a guy with two swords named Darvish. He ends up blowing up the bridge. So he at first, he's like, let me help you or something. But then you have to fight him. I didn't understand that, but I I guess that's how you obtain new characters. Yeah, that's how you save them. 
Yeah. So, anyways, you make them he, realize that they're mut- mutants. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't follow it. But you have to fight him. So he blows up the bridge, and then the bridge is all fucked up. And he has this stupid spin attack where he's got his two swords, and he just slices and dices, and just keeps spinning around in circles. It's like a like slap chop. You're gonna love my nuts. <laughs> do you, do, have you ever used one of those slap chop? Yeah. Yeah. Please tell me you have one. I used to have one. Oh man, that's funny. Yes, what? he is. The, <laughs> what you've uh, never used a slap chop? No, I've, I've I've never seen one in person. Oh, you should get one, bro. I'll be slapping it all night long. Actually, no, he's in like he's like a bad person, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The this is the, the end of that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's a rapist. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, is that the sham wow guy? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Anyways, yes, he is a a human slap chop. <laughs> uh, so you defeat him, and then level seven is we finally find out what DM stands for, and I'm gonna butcher this word. Are you ready? Yeah. Deutschland Favorite part of the show. Moldavia. Well, not bad. Yeah. S- sounds. How many sounds times you practice that in the mirror? Uh, Forty-seven. Okay. Anyways, that's the name of the level, so I guess that means you're in the base, you know? <laughs> and you we're see a right bunch of, like, rockets. It, we're, we slid it right into the DMs. You see a bunch of rockets and shit in the background, like they're packing up for war or something like that. Who knows? We get our elevator level, Goobs! Fuck yeah! Elevator level! <laughs> you know, I don't like the elevator levels that go down as much as I do the ones that go up. I don't know why. <laughs> I thought you liked going of... down better, Toby. <laughs> I mean, you know. Uh, I, but I do. I think that's my preference is the elevator is going up for some reason. I'll take it either way. Up or down. So, yeah, uh, you, get to, <laughs> you get to fight on this little elevator for a few minutes. After that part, you see these, like, robot characters in the background. So, they're obviously, they're building robots, too. You end up in this fancy-looking area, and there's this dude in a chair that basically makes you fight two ninjas while he runs off. <laughs> it's not only that they're making fucking mutants and sending all this other shit after you. We're making robots, too. <laughs> they just, I mean, they were like, hey, you know what? We need backup plans in case, uh, These you know. mutants fucking uh, aren't mutants anymore. They turn into people after they get punched a few times. <laughs> So yes, you gotta fight these two damn ninjas, and they are quick and fast and hard. <laughs> just like you. Just like I was gonna say, just like Toby on prom night. <laughs> oh, same joke. <laughs> yeah, different ways. So yes, you defeat the two ninjas. And level eight, the final level, it gives you a warning at the beginning of the level. It says, Abandon all hope, ye who enter here. And then you go up the stairs. Oh, fuck it, I'm here to keep peace. <laughs> you keep climbing up these stairs fighting a gauntlet of bullshit. Just as many enemies as they can throw at you without slowing down the game, they do. You finally make it to a room, but there's a force field. So you turn around and you see two robots standing there. They're both named Orbots. And uh, they're different colors. They shoot projectiles at you, and they are hard sons of bitches. Yeah, and they can light your ass on fire. (laughs) 
Yeah, they're it's an unfair fight on your own. It really is. It's it's a it's a tough one. This one this one's really tough. But after you beat them, you have to destroy this computer in the next room because it's I guess it's like set to self destruct. I don't know. Stopped reading the story by this point. I don't know. It's the same fucking computer that was in the airplane. <laughs> yes, it's it looks exactly the same. So you destroy. Oh, you it. broke two of these. There's no way he can break one of them. yeah you would think that it would have been the other way around like one in the airplane but two in my fortress so you break it and then you get to fight the boss iago i don't still know how to spell say his name i a g o whatever anyways you fight him he runs to the wall and picks up a sword and you hit him once and he drops it so (laughs) he doesn't even have the sword he throws these these little grenades at you. And, uh, he's real easy. Super easy, right? Yeah. He's just like a little, he, his clothing looks like, his clothing looks like, um, like a, an old timey, like King. Like it's got like the puffy legs with the stripes on it. Yeah. It looks like he's like a reject from a Renaissance, Renaissance fair. Yes. Yes. And you just wipe wipe the floor with him. I mean, he's super, super easy. And that's uh, that's the boss. Oh, but wait, there's more. There's a twist. There's a super saiyan you have to fight named <laughs> Ty Blat. Ty Bolt. Ty Bolt. Ty Bolt. So, yeah. Uh, you have one more big battle after you beat Helm. And that, seriously, that's all it is, is he's super saiyan. He turns super saiyan and... Uh, he flies around and shoots electrical bolts at you. He's just like... Uh... Flynn, when you go with superpower. Yeah. So I guess if you have if you've picked Flynn as your character, you both can go Super Saiyan and uh, have a Saiyan fight. Yeah. Like he's even going on when he's talking about fucking power meters and shit too. It's like, yeah, this guy totally is Super Saiyan. Yeah, and at one point he's like Kakarot, and you're like, what? <laughs> And then uh, the game pauses, and then you have to come back a half hour later to throw <laughs> one punch, and then it pauses again. And you got to throw another punch, and so on and so forth for uh, years yeah. to come. <laughs> so, uh, what did you think of this last fight? I mean, it was it was cool, but like it just t- to me, it was like, wait a minute, where? Uh, yeah, where did this guy come from? <laughs> <laughs> what what's happening? It just seemed a little out of place, like. They didn't really know what the what the big finale of this game was going to be. Yeah, you know? it definitely wasn't that little guy. You're like, oh, this is kind of lackluster. Then it's like, Saiyan fight! <laughs> he powers up and everything. It's a cool little sprite. He's got a cool sprite animation and everything. Oh, hell yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, what, did you think that fight was hard? Uh, no, the hardest fight for me was definitely that swamp monster looking fucking thing. The swamp monster and the robots. I yeah, think. those were tough too. The, the robots were pretty tough. I just find you just get in close when you can and get their backs and just German suplex the fuck out of them. <laughs> well, Goobs, the uh, the game's not quite over. I mean, that's the story mode, but the multiplayer mode, which I didn't get to play, but I did find some stuff out about it. Again, this is one to four players. And all four of you would be in the ring at the same time. It's a wrestling ring. What's cool, it looks like this would be a, a lot of fun 
if you had a couple buddies over or something, you can turn on hazards like the mines or the electric field, like on the ground, and you can pick what weapon you want to show up in the middle of the ring. So, so you can I think all like, dash forward and fight for yeah, the weapon. Yes, and you've got six characters you can pick from when you when you do this mode. So you get Orbot and uh, the dude with the two swords. No, no, no. Yeah, one of the other characters we we forgot to mention that you can unlock. Uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, anyways, you can play as Helm in this uh, battle royal kind of style, which. I don't know. I think that would be a lot of fun. Like I said, you know, just everyone dashing for the the weapon. Or if you're strategic enough, you can just grab people and throw them into the uh, mines with the uh, the electric field. So I thought that was uh, that was kind of interesting. I wish I'd have gotten a chance to play that. Yeah, it sounds like an updated version of the, the Double Dragon versus mode. Yes, this one actually sounds fun, though. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, even the Streets of Rage battle mode, it sucks. Because, you know, it's you're real limited to what attacks you can do. So, with the added thing of, like, there's a weapon and there's some obstacles, that, that's pretty cool. Now, Goobs, we haven't talked about something because we have a segment that we usually talk about this part in. Yeah, normally we like to talk about the music here. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask, Goobs, what did you think of the music? <laughs> I loved listening to my custom playlist while I was playing this game. Why did you listen to a custom playlist, my friend? Because when you originally start the game, there is no fucking music whatsoever. None. Silence, for the most part. Unless there's, like, water going or, like, something in the background where you just hear, like, white noise. There was a lot of really weird white noise for no reason at all. And then you like you hear like the oh ah the punching and kicking. Yeah, yeah you, it's it's just it's sound fucked. effects. I've never played a game with no music like that, and I was just like, because you caught it at first. Yeah, we were talking about it, and uh, you and Lama were playing. I already played it at this point, and. Uh, <laughs> you guys are like, yeah, what's uh, what's with the music? I'm like, there isn't any? You're like, yeah, no, there isn't any. But there is. There isn't, and there is. Yes. You have to go to the fucking options menu in order to turn on the music, which is fucking stupid. See, I didn't see that, that option in there to turn it on. Like, you can go through and listen to the sounds... But I didn't see. Maybe I've overlooked it. But the, I, I think you turn on like BGM mode or something, and then uh, it will go. So, yeah. Apparently, if you do get it to play, though, it doesn't play in the correct order either. But at least there's music there, you know. And from watching so, some stuff online, the music's actually pretty good. So I wish we got to play the game with it. It would have added that little extra oomph this game needed. Yeah, and I'm going to play some of that music right now so you can kind of hear what we missed out. Now, I, again, I did go listen to some of it after the fact just to see, like, again, I knew it was there in the test screen, but it just didn't play during the gameplay, uh, which, again, it makes no sense. I wonder if that was a programming error or what the deal was on that. But 
Or maybe it's just something with a switch online. I don't know. No, it's it's like that on on the cartridge version too. Well, except in Japan, which that's part of the fun facts. Uh, the, the music actually plays on the Japanese version of the game, so it's all there. It just not on the North American one. So that's what leads me to believe it was a error in the programming because it yeah, works on one but not the other. Translating it over. Yeah. Now let's talk about the buttons real quick. What'd you think of the buttons? Well, they're pretty good. After I knew what, like the taunt does something. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why do I keep pointing in the air? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I thought they were pretty good for the most part. Like the dash worked pretty well. Once I knew I could dash, because I played Pro Coppers first, and I'm like, oh god, is everyone this slow? No, not everyone's that slow. No. So I found it pretty responsive, the controls. I found issues with the jump button. Oh yeah, don't don't use jump. <laughs> it's like you, uh, trying to land a drop kick is fucking impossible. Well, that and there's a there's one path that you can go, which I, I only got to at one time, but you're like jumping from like rooftop to rooftop, and oh, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. a spot there's a spot where you can like jump. It's a teeny tiny gap, but like because it's kind of like almost an isometric view, and you're not. I don't know. There's something weird about trying to make that little jump. I died probably 20 times right there. It's like that Ninja I, Turtles jump. <laughs> yeah. And I, so I, I just kept, because I was on the Switch online, and I was like, there's no way that this jump is that hard. So I started re- rewinding it because, you know, that feature's on there. And I was damned and determined to make that jump because I was like, there's no way that this gap is impossible. I jumped it once, and then you have to jump back over it, and it took another, like, 15 tries to... <laughs> Fuck. It was so stupid. It's just, I don't know if it's because of the view or or what, but it just doesn't work correctly. Thank God Jenny Bean didn't play this game. She would have had a hard time with that. She hates jumping. <laughs> then I also think that the hit detection... That was a was... shout-out. <laughs> that was kind of a a weak shout-out. You're going to have to do better than that. No, she hates jumping over things. She'll tell you she hates platformers <laughs> and jumping. Oh, yes, she does hate platformers. <laughs> that is true. Uh, I, I think the hit detection on this game is terrible, also. Yeah, it is at points. I didn't have, like... I was just having too much fun grabbing people and slamming them on their head. <laughs> yes, but you can't use that in every situation. So, like, sometimes you have to kick, and you'll just be, like... Your foot will, like, kick in the air, because I use Echo a lot, and she kicks... It'll be like right by their face, but it doesn't connect, and you're like, "What? Why?" <laughs> that don't oh, make her no normal sense. special is brutal trying to hit the is, the back. Just like a thing? flash kick. Yeah, yeah, it's real, real bad. Man, speaking of flash kick, I'm gonna go flash fry some food. I am fucking hungry. You want some buffalo? Uh, yeah. Are you gonna use your fry, Daddy? Yeah, I can flash fry a whole buffalo in seconds. Nice. Wait, did you say a whole buffalo? Yeah. Okay. Well, I I guess um, I guess since Goobs is cooking some buff, I guess a full buffalo. I I wonder if he means wings. Anyways, I'm gonna go ahead and get some plates for us. And here's a plate right here. I thought my I thought my dishes were a different color. This is a weird shade of blue. I thought my dishes were red. This is real confusing. I maybe maybe it's just got some stuff on there. I'm gonna wipe it off and see if 
It's not coming off, but it made some squeaky noises. So maybe it's maybe it's just some soap or something that's left over. Let me put some elbow. Uh, what was that noise? All right, I'm gonna try one more time. Let's see. Rip. Get this out of there. Thanks for cleaning my sphincter. Uh oh, oh, it's the. My blue eyes winking at you. Even though my eyes are brown. Goop Genie, how, how are you doing, I guess? Ooh, I'm better now. Who needs a bidet when you got a Toby? You know what? Uh, I, I gotta just jump to this. Have you ever played the game The Peacekeepers? No, they're always trying to fight me, because I'm always trying to not keep the peace. Ooh, besides a piece of your butthole. Uh, well, it, do you have a cheat for this game by chance? Ooh, I definitely do. Oh, oh, good. Ooh, and the Jalico logo. Help LRNA and press start. Ooh, hold the buttons down as the game starts. Ooh, you can play as all six characters. Ooh. Oh, from the get-go? From the get-go, ooh. That's pretty handy. I like that one. You'd be an Orbot. I, I would be an Orbot. And you know what? You could change the Orbot to blue. Ooh, now you're talking my color. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, Ooh, um, would you rub a blue robot like you rub me? Ooh. Okay, you know, I don't want to rub you. It's kind of forced upon me. I always, You put me in these positions, and I... You, you know what? Just go away. Just get get out of here. Ooh, I'll never leave your side. Ooh, ride or die. Ooh. <sighs> He's... You're not... Gosh, he's not my ride or die. I, I just, it's a curse. I wish he wasn't here anymore. Jabru he, was thinking about us. <laughs> he's so annoying. Like he just doesn't leave, and he just sticks around, and he keeps coming back. And it's, it's always at the most inopportune time. Every time I come back, it just sounds like you're talking shit about me. No, uh, nobody. Uh, uh, I, I burnt the buffalo. Uh, that, that's fine. You, you to hear some fun facts? Time for fun facts, Toby. Pring! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for the only game show on the Secret Levels podcast. This is... This is a game show where Coops. That's me. Is going to try and guess the price of this game. He has the $5 window. So he, he can be within $5 to get the sound effect if he's correct. Coops, are you ready? I don't think so, but we'll try. Good luck. Shoot for the moon and land upon the stars. That's what the guidance counselor always said. <laughs> well, hopefully you at least land on the star. <laughs> okay, so I used the Game Eye app to figure out the prices of this Oh, game. shit. Yep. Game Eye is showing that a loose cartridge, we're talking just the cartridge, how much do you think it goes for, Goobs? Well, I haven't really seen this game in the wild, nor heard about it until we played it, so... 
I'm gonna say it might be on a little bit of the rare side. So I'm gonna go with forty-two dollars. Ooh, baby, you were so close. Ten dollars off. This game goes for fifty-two dollars. Oh shit! I was kind of in the right ballpark. Yeah, you 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 were aiming aiming high. I liked it. All right, complete in box. That means okay. you have <laughs> what? Said okay. Here we go. <laughs> Completed box, that means the box. The cardboard box that it came in, the manual, and the cartridge. Goobs, what do you think it goes for? Completed box. Fuck. I'm going to say 120 Ooh, You were so close again. $148. Okay. Well, I wasn't that close, but... Nah, you, I mean, you were closer than normal. Yeah, that's true. For an oddball game that we don't that's know much about. That's an expensive game. Yes. So, we hinted at this at the beginning of the show. This is actually the third game in the Rushing Beat trilogy. The other two games in this series in North America. Oh, yeah, the other guys uh, you can play as is from the Rushing Beat game, so that makes sense. So, it's Rival Turf and Brawl Brothers. Those are the other two games. Oh, I played both of those. (laughs) But see, here's the thing. You, I, I would never have been able to tell you that. Right, because they changed the characters' names in every game. Now, if you played the Japanese versions, it's it's a more linear story. Like, they don't change names and stuff. For some reason, they didn't make them sequels here in, in North America. They just were like, ah, oh, these are totally unrelated titles. There's just three different games. Huh. I think that would have helped us understand the story a little bit more, too. Yeah, considering I played the other two. (laughs) So, this game added more features than the previous two, including the special attacks, the branching paths, and multiple endings. The North American version has several differences from the Japanese version, like they removed the music! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they they did. They simplified the special move animations... And they kind of slightly rewrote the story. So they made it just say, yeah! There's actually, uh, if you get a chance, you should go watch them on YouTube. I think there's a, a short little compilation. I went and seen what the, the Japanese version looks like. And uh, it's definitely way cooler. Way, way cooler. Some of the characters in the North American version are named from real world or literary, literary or cultural sources. So, like, the villain... Uh, Diego is from Shakespeare, apparently. Fnord is from the Robert Anton Wilson book, The Illuminatus Trilogy. Uh, And then some of the levels, like the Snake Pliskin, I can't say that. Obviously, that's Kurt Russell's character. And then there's other things like the Roy D. Tudo Hospital level. And it's actually a misspelling of Ray D. Tudo, which is Robin Williams' pseudonym credit in The Adventure of Baron Manchesson, which I've never, I don't know what that is, but I guess he used a pseudonym instead of Robin Williams. Some nerds, some nerds paying tribute in this game. That's cool, though. I like when they sneak little things in. Easter eggs, some would say. The airport level. It's called the Alan Bradley Airport, and that's a reference to one of the characters from Tron, which I've never seen Tron, so I don't know. I read it on the internet, so it's true. And 
The final sage, abandon all hope, ye who enter here, is from Dante Alighieri's poem, The Divine Comedy. Huh. That's it. That's all I got for fun facts. Well, that means there's one thing to do, Toby. What's that? It's time to motherfucking rage. This is the Rage Meter, where we're going to take a 1 to 10 and tell you how pissed off this game makes us. Goobs, how pissed off? So pissed off that you want to grab a whole bunch of pork rinds and super glue them to your body and then roll around naked on a beach and let seagulls pick at your glorious body covered in pork rinds. Yuck. Rageful. For me, it'd be a fucking nightmare. (laughs) That would piss me off, getting pecked by a bunch of seagulls. So, Goobs, I'm going first this week. Are you ready? I got a lot to unload for you. Yep. Take it all off the meat, Toby. I'm Take taking it all. all the meat. The hit detection is awful. I couldn't play hardly as anyone but the chick at first. <laughs> uh, what's the cop? Uh... Pro cop? Pro cop? Yeah. Pro cop is just miserably slow. I didn't know that the special moves were there until, like, the third or fourth level, so that sucks. But I knew that the SP stood for something. I just couldn't fucking get it to work. The anger mode didn't make any sense to me, and I it would irritate me that I couldn't figure out how to make... It made me angry that I didn't understand the anger mode. <laughs> Why the fuck is there a taunt button? Why even put a taunt button in there? Just make that the special attack so it's easy and convenient. We don't need a fucking taunt. Who are you taunting? The goddamn computer? Because the goddamn computer doesn't care that you're taunting it. Just make it one fucking button. Every boss is cheap as hell. I mean, I expect that, but every fucking boss, like, has a stun lock or they'll get you. Especially because it's not an arcade game. Like, I understand it's a port of an arcade game, right? Yeah. Because they want to take your money. Yeah, no, this one's just miserable, like, some of the boss levels. They're just miserable. The fucking goddamn grenades and rockets in the background were annoying the piss out of me just because you have to sit on the same levels for so long while hordes and hordes and hordes of enemies come and you can't move because you're screen locked until you fight 15 fucking rounds of these motherfuckers in the same spot. So that's why the bombs and shit got annoying because it's like, okay, I just want to move forward. Uh, I told you about my little small gap issue where I fell into the goddamn hole 20 plus times and then I finally made it. Huh? Mind the gap, bro. (laughs) Honestly, I felt like this game dragged on way too long. It, It didn't take more than, maybe a little more than an hour to beat, but it felt like I was playing it for like four hours. It was just so slow and just dragged. That's just a beat em up thing. You can say that about any beat em up for this the most one was part. Per- this one was particularly rough. I was ready for it to be done after like the third level. I was like, how many levels are in this? The repetitive enemies. Over and over, you get those same two just constantly through this entire game. I, I really do think there's only five like enemies, and then you get palette swaps of a couple of them. But it's the same four or five enemies throughout this whole thing, and those main two, Fenord and Squash, are through this whole goddamn game. I, I would just love a few extra enemies. Ninja Turtles. <clears throat> yes. I mean, that kind of stuff pisses me off. Like, I, you need variety. This I'm didn't used have to variety. It at this point in my life. 
You know if you're playing a beat-em-up, you're gonna get multiple. At least this one kind of explained that they're clones. I- I got- okay, you know what? I'll take off half a point because they did give a reason for it. Usually games don't do that, so I will give them credit there for trying to answer that age-old question of why is there 90 guys wearing the same clothes with the same name? I'm gonna give it a 7.5. Okay, that's fair. Did I leave you anything? Not really. <laughs> well, you had a little bit more uh, trouble than I did with this game, by the sounds of it. Uh, the one thing I did not like was the timer on the fucking airplane level when you had to break those things. <laughs> They're almost impossible to break. You gotta really... When you, see, when you first, like, on my second or third playthrough, I knew what I had to do and get the job done, right? But the first time through, you're like, you're like what? It's like... The timer starts before you even enter the fucking room. You're like, oh, okay, I guess you gotta smash these things. And you start working on them and take quite a few hits. Because I wasn't using my special or anything at that point. Or your light special, let's just call it. Not your heavy-duty one. But yeah, I'm sure if you walked in there and used your heavy-duty one, probably just blow the whole fucking thing up. Which I didn't try. But I just used yeah. the light special on it and just uh, did with it that way. Yeah, that was uh, frustrating. I hate being timed when, like... You don't know what you're doing. It's like, 10 seconds, go. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, fucking don't you dare, Toby. I will fucking punch you from Canada to Texas. My arm will reach that far with my rage. <laughs> You'll become that monster. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, that fucking monster. Oh, the bosses, uh, some of them were quite frustrating. Some more than others. That uh, green-looking motherfucking sludge thing. It looked like a... Muck man from fucking Ninja Turtles, kind of. Uh, he whooped my motherfucking ass. Those double ninjas whooped my motherfucking ass. Those fucking two robots whooped my motherfucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> There's some difficulty spikes in this game. Because you're, you're casually just going through German su suplexing motherfuckers on their head. And then, boom. Get your ass whooped multiple times. And the Steiner brothers whoop your ass, too. <laughs> But it's just, uh, I don't know, this is classic beat em up. Good old fun. Walk in, get your ass kicked, kick some ass, fucking chew some bubble gum, and, uh, all that sort of shit. Yeah, there wasn't really too much rageful. You got most of the stuff that made me upset. Yeah. But, uh, I wasn't upset as you, so I'm gonna give this a six on the rage okay. meter. Okay. Alright. Cool. Yeah. I was gonna start saying positive things, but I can do that very shortly. Yeah. Well,. You can start saying them now because we're going to move on to the overall rating. If we think this game is still worth playing, Goobs, you get to go first because I went first on the rage meter. Go ahead. Tell us some good things. Okay. Yeah, you got a good uh, diverse selection of characters here for different play styles, which was good. If you want to play slow and fucking clunky, pick Pro Cop. But he's the strongest, so he does a lot of damage, so it's a give and take. It'd be good to, like, if me and you were playing together, me and Jenny, or me and anyone, because you can play online with uh, this game as well. So, like, if I was, like, pro-copping your Echo, like, you can go and, like, her a Karan of them close to me, and I can choke slam a motherfucker. Like, that'd be a good little combo there. Like, you can, you can play with the combos that-wise. Uh, the wrestling moves, fuck yes. <laughs> More wrestling moves in video games is what I love, and that's why I love old beat-em-ups, because they all have fucking wrestling moves. This one has no short of wrestling moves. 
even the bosses, enemies, everyone does fucking wrestling moves. Like, hell yeah! There's like tombstones, fucking pile drivers, suplexes, German suplexes, double German suplexes. Fuck yes. There's even someone who did a fisherman's buster. I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> the people who made this game fucking love their wrestling. Yeah, they did. Uh, the branchy levels. That's pretty pretty different for a beat-em-up. I appreciated that, where you can go a different route. Kind of changed up a little bit for yourself. I w- wish they added, uh, like, you know, like a, one of those speed levels where you're riding something or other. I was hoping we're going to get that on the airplane level. Like, where you're on some sort of vehicle, classic beat-em-up trope. But we got the fucking elevator, so that's a point right there. Because you have to have an elevator level. And you heard me get really excited about that earlier. The fact that you can, uh... Oh, yeah, the rage meter. No music. (laughs) I meant to (laughs) add that, but I think you mentioned that as well. So, the whole no music thing. Oh, yeah. That's not fun. But, um... Listen to your own music. Fuck it. (laughs) Have some fun. Uh, the fact that you can color swap, that's fucking pretty interesting for beat-em-up. So you can kind of make it your own unique thing, or you play with your friends, everyone has their favorite colors, fucking go for it, boys. And <laughs> girls fucking just hit the streets and kick some ass. Uh, that, uh, big giant bosses, even though I mentioned they were a pain in the ass, they're pretty cool. The sprites in general, we didn't talk about them before, but I really enjoy the big chunky sprites of the... Some of the characters in this game, yeah, Toby was complaining about people repeating, but that's classic trope. And the, 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 they looked okay, though, for what they are, even though you see them hundreds of times. Yeah, no, you're you're right. Big fucker looked like uh, Vader coming to fight you all the time. It was great. I need to change <laughs> his sprite to red. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the background visuals, the foreground visuals were pretty good, pretty uh, entertaining. It kept me uh, kind of wanting to go through this game, even though the pace was kind of sluggish at times. But yeah, I will stop right there, try to leave something for you, Toby. And I will give this a seven. Okay. Seven, I see. I didn't mind it. If, you, if you're if you bored and want to play something with some friends, it's a, it's a beat-em-up. That's classic as it gets. Yeah. I'll say this game's a classic. Well, like, Not at if, you're, all. if you're bored and got an hour to kill and a buddy, you fucking... Go punch it. So, I really like the look of this game. I I liked all the sprites. I liked uh, the backgrounds. Everything was cool. I mentioned the sprinkler thing earlier. Uh, you know, there was some cool effects in it. I like that there's plenty of story. There's a lot of story. So, you know, usually I like the story. There was just too much. Yeah, that's an upside, too. I, I did enjoy the fact that you can customize your characters. I think that's really unique and different for a beat-em-up. Everyone doing wrestling moves, like you said, is pretty cool. The branching paths that give you extra gameplay. So there's some replayability. You can play with different characters, play with different paths or whatever. The multiplayer seemed a little limited, but it actually seems like more fun than most of the beat-em-up uh, versus modes. You know, you mentioned Double Dragon earlier. I mentioned Streets of Rage. Yep. Uh, This one actually seems a little more unique than those. Um, I really would like to get four people and and try that out and have like the electric field up and stuff. I think that'd be fun. I like that you can change character after every death or at the beginning of the next level. So you can always. Yeah, that was a big plus too. 
Yeah, it was a little weird at first that you just have 12 continues or whatever, and there's not, like, you don't start out with three lives. But I did enjoy that because I kept rotating characters, trying new stuff out and seeing what worked and what didn't work. Ooh, that no music thing. That's a hard one to avoid, you know? It's real, real hard. And I did feel like the game dragged on. I would have gave it higher if it had good music like that it, we could actually listen to. Yeah, I think that would have helped. And I think that would have helped with how I feel like the pacing was so slow. It's just because it was so dead quiet. Yeah. And I if you think, had nothing on in the background, yeah, this would be droning. Yeah, so I think that's what made it feel like it was just dragging on. And also, just the fact that there's so many fucking waves. I don't understand why you can't move up a little bit before you get, you know, a new wave of enemies. This reminded me of when we played the, the newer Shaq Fu game and the Power Ranger game for Sega. Remember how you just, you just sit there and fight wave after wave after wave? We don't bring up Shaq Fu anymore. We're done with Shaq Fu. Shaq Fu is dead on this show. We never well, talk about Shaq Fu again. <laughs> okay, like I said, the Sega Power Rangers game. Okay, we can talk about that. It was just it was just so many just waves and waves and waves of enemies over and over and over, and you just didn't move ever. It felt like you just you got stationary and you didn't go anywhere for too long. So, like I said, just sitting in the same spot was with the same enemies over and over just kind of got old <sighs> overall i think this game had some really neat things about it i think the actual gameplay like it's a little wonky with the hit detection and the jumping there's well, it had few... some unique things about it which was nice for a beat-em-up because not normally they're it's normally cut and paste right yeah and, and even though it is cut and paste, they did have a few new elements. I like the fact that there was two specials. Like, the first special kind of sucks, but, you know... Yeah, after you figure out special. what the taunt does, and then you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the hit detection's real bad, the jumping's real bad, the the speed of fucking Procop sucks. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I kind of want to give this a six, I think. That's fine. I think I think I'm giving it a six. That is you your gave it opinion, a seven. Toby. We're gonna give it a six point five overall. Which I think that's I mean, for a game that doesn't have as much hype as like a final fight or a Streets of Rage or something like that. I mean that's that's not bad. That's not one of the brand name games, but if you want to try something different off the beaten path, fucking give her a whirl. Yeah, I don't think I would play the other two just because this one seems like the most polished out of the three with the extra like goodies and stuff. So I don't really think that there's a reason to go back and play the other two, you know. I mean, we may have to one day, but oh yeah, as I'm of gonna right make now, you. You make me play <laughs> shit. We're gonna be playing some more stuff. <laughs> as of right now, I don't want to play the other two. <laughs> I think we played the best one out of the three. Finish him. This is the part where we're gonna end the show, goobs. Heck yeah, brother. There's uh, some things we gotta do before we do that. Oh yeah? What's that? We gotta show some love to our patrons, who we love so much and so dearly. Thank you for supporting the show. Supporting your fat boys! Fat boys! Right. <laughs> and yes, that needs to get made as a fucking alert tone for your phone, so you can just have Toby <laughs> yelling, fat boys! <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, uh, we love you so much for supporting, and uh, I'm about to give you some nicknames. What nicknames, you ask? 
Well, because it was like this game is about peacekeeping. So I was like peacekeeping, planet, keeping the planet safe, planet tears, villains of Captain Planet. <laughs> Woo, yeah. I was with you on that ride, but we had to travel a far distance to get there. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Okay, so yes, uh, if you want to become one of these uh, patrons and help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash badsecretmedia, or you can go to badsecretmedia.com and you can find all the links to all the stuff and do the things and support us. Goobs, are you ready? I am ready. We're going to kick this one off with Fat Shags. He's hoggish greedily. <laughs> what about Trey Dishman? Duke Nukem. Chris Copeland. He is Captain Pollution. <laughs> Keith Gasper. Keith Gasper is... He's Bright... Or, sorry, Blight 5. What about... Caleb. Caleb is lead suit. What about our librarian, the Mass Llama? He's loot and plunder. <laughs> Martin Long. He could be the slaughters. The slaughters? The slaughters. What about level one noob? Uh, Verm- Verminius Scrum. I don't remember half of these villains. What about Eric Berg? Tank Flusher the third? <laughs> I like that it's the third. This is Tank Flusher three, but I put the third there because I know he would appreciate that. <laughs> and it's a poop joke. And then last but not least, Paprika. Paprika is ooze. And those are our patrons. Again, you can go to patreon.com slash badsecretmedia or just go <laughs> to badsecretmedia.com. What? So that was a fun little list. <laughs> that was fun. It, it was a, quite a stretch to get to it, but I enjoyed it. I always try to get something within the realm, but I, I made this one work. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we, we had to take two buses, a train, a plane, a submarine, but Jump we got Jump on a there. fucking space station with that rich guy, Richard Branson. <laughs> hey, we made it. We made it. Uh, Goobs, we have uh, social media. I've got Instagram and Twitter at Toby Von Doom. Do you have one of those? Yeah, I got both. Uh, Goobs at uh, Goobs WN. Gnarly. We also have a stuff for our show. If you go to Instagram and Twitter, it's at Secret Levels Pod. We also have a Facebook page. We have a Facebook group. Just search up Secret Levels Podcast and you'll find the stuff and stuff. And we also got the motherfucking Discord. Come be a part of the fucking ever-growing family. So many nice, friendly people in there. Like-minded people. Come have fun. Talk video games. Play video games. Talk about random shit. Talk about life. We talk about everything in that fucking group. And I mean everything. If you're there on a Wednesday, you fucking know we talk about everything. And fuck, come talk. Toby sits in a fucking bathtub for three hours some nights and talks on the fucking chat with us while he's bathing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making fun of you, but I'm not lying. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know what to say. You called me out on, <laughs> on the show. <laughs> we can edit that out if you want. No, uh, no, it stays in. I'm just kind of. Yeah, you never know what you're going to hear on the Discord, so. Yeah, come join. Oh, I threw Toby under the bus, and uh, you can too if you come on Discord. <laughs> no, seriously, all jokes aside, uh, come have a lot of fun. Meet a lot of great people, and you're going to get a nice, huge welcome when you come into the room. And uh, yeah, just have a lot of fun. You never know who you're going to meet in the Secret Levels Discord. That's right. And also, if you want to support our show, please go leave us a review. Because it's all about family. <laughs> even though it's dead and i hate that meme i've hated it because toby ruined it for everyone <laughs> <laughs> the the vin diesel family uh meme is what he's talking about yeah no you ruined it for everyone <laughs> uh sorry about that uh but if you <laughs> That's would why i got you with the bathtub talk <laughs> if you would go d- leave us a review on itunes we would appreciate that leave us some stars leave us some uh good stuff that way we can Climb the rankings and be the top podcast. Yeah, or if you, you want us to change something, fucking let us know. We like cor- c- constructive criticism, not deconstructive criticism. What was that? Unless it hurts our feelings. Yeah, no, then it makes me upset. Toby won't send me though, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm the buffer between it. I'm like, I'm like, oh, this might hurt Goob's feelings. We're just yeah, not I'm gonna... the sensitive one. Toby, Toby's had another show that he's got shit on for a few times, so he has a thicker <laughs> skin than your your Canadian soft boy Goob's. <laughs> yeah, you know, it happens. It happens. <laughs> And if you want to support us even further, you can go to uh, tpublic.com slash user slash secret levels and get one of our beautiful t-shirts and put them on one of your beautiful chests. Go get that Thick Boy Summer t-shirt. Thick Boy or or Thick Girl. girl. It's kind of hard to say Thick Girl like that. not going to lie. It doesn't doesn't have the same. So you got to put the G-U-R-L. That'll make it easier to yell. (laughs) No, I can't do that. I was about to try it again. <laughs> it's a spontaneous thing. I can't do it on command. It has to. You do it after every time I do it. Yeah, that but girl. it's like a. It's like you know when the doctor hits you in the knee and your foot jerks. It's just a jerk reaction. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you want to give your doctor a foot jerk. Game over, folks. That <laughs> at secretmedia.com.